Welcome to the Crack Den Comedy Club! <laughs> On tonight's episode, we have Brody Snook, Edwin Salmon, and Grace Mulvey. Plus, Damo and Eddie are hung over to bits after the comedy festival, and we'll be talking about backstage at the Paddy Power Comedy Festival and all the scandal. Hey, welcome back. We're going to be having some post-festival chats. We're just back from the Ivy Gardens Comedy Festival, the Paddy Power Comedy Festival at the Ivy Gardens. And uh, what a lineup we've had. Uh, but we are wrecked. You can hear it in my lovely voice. Yeah, yeah. Eddie's uh, still at home. He's probably in bed. Are you in bed? We, uh... um, let's not talk about it. He's on the toilet. We, he's asleep on the toilet. Yeah, we, we, the, the Comedy Festival goes from like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's like... Four nights of shows uh, in centre of Dublin, pretty much. Just off, it's great, and then everyone goes out drinking wheelins afterwards. Yeah, it's a it's a good old bloody. And then we had the crack den tent there. The crack den tent it was great. Yeah, yeah, best lineups ever. <laughs> <laughs> best lineups ever. But it was cool, man. And I was on with um, one of the few people, Brody Snook. I was on with. Uh, she's on today's podcast and uh, she's also from uh, my neck of the woods and it's it, I mean it makes me feel old but um, one of my good friends from school Tamara she's also Clark Clarky see uh, she taught Brody in secondary school in high school and uh, she's just <laughs> and now we gig together so uh, yeah because I, I remember years ago I don't even know when it was maybe 10 12 years ago Tamara sent me a message on um, Facebook going, hey, hey, there's a really good, a really funny writer, really funny uh, kid, <laughs> Brody. She thinks she's starting to do stand-up soon. Keep your eye out or whatever. And I was like, ah, oh, wicked. And then fast forward and we're on the comedy festival together. We sent a photo to my old schoolmate and she was like, her head exploded. It was wicked. Wow, small world. Mad, uh, mad feeling, I'd say. Like You're that person now, that old person. You're yeah. like, oh, you're a classmate was my grandmother yeah um, you just assume well, everyone's your age until they say something and you're like oh yeah Nirvana's an old people music now <laughs> yeah she was she was precocious that uh, Brody Snook very precocious precocious what is precocious uh, it's when someone is talented for their age oh um, yeah precocious sounds like a yes, dinosaur yes. Oh, here comes the bloody um, Prochorososis. Yeah. That was old Brody Snook. Yeah. And then who else? Uh, Grace Mulvey was brilliant. I, I got to see Tommy Tiernan. Um, oh, another level. Another level. Jesus, yeah. it's uh, he, he, He's transcendent. I was watching. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I was watching. I was like, what am I doing with my life? This guy. <laughs> um, but, but the good but, thing yeah. is no one can be like Tommy Tiernan. So he is. You're just going to be yeah, the best good. damn Eddie Malarkey you can be. That's okay. It's okay, Demo. Thank you. <laughs> Don't need the pep talk fully, but uh, I was just trying to drop a comment. Demo's giving me some... Um, he's giving well, me a back Well, I can't here. see. Okay. You're going, what am I doing with my life? I don't know. You could have a weapon to your head. I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I'm fine. I'm just Tommy Dana was so good on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it how was the comedy festival uh, the comedians were brilliant <laughs> several of them ended their lives after the Tommy Tiernan episode <laughs> <laughs> but 
but um, no, he was so good. He, just a perfect mix of like his performance stagecraft is is so next level compared to most comedians. But his writing is just as good as any comedian, as any great comedian. But then his performance is just like, you know, he uses the whole stage, his act outs. He does like in every accent there is. And um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a highlight. And then and Chris Kent was on Chris that Kent. same night. Man, phenomenal comedian. <clears throat> Is there a more um, effortless act that just brings you in? Like you don't realize how at first you're just like, oh, he's just having a chat. And it's just like, oh, it's all gags. But it's yeah. so, yeah, it was great, man. Just gets him right in. Just having a little wee yeah. chat and you go, yeah. bang. Great. Lovely guy as well. Yeah, he'll um, be on the podcast and he's coming in soon. He's booked. Can't yeah, wait. Yeah, he's, um, who else did? Who, who did you see at the festival? I saw oh, a couple of uh, a couple of the Northern lads, uh, Northern Ireland. We got Shane Todd was on and um, and Colin Geddes. I think we've been talking about them before, but like so sharp. Good Lord. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Yeah, man. Colin, Colin so fast. Um, it was it was great, and then so uh, Jason Byrne was on. Jason Byrne uh, rips it. He knew whenever Jason goes on stage, he's got props. You're like, this is gonna be good. I go, what? I go, oh, what's what are those props for there? And he's like, I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't have a bit of fun. And then he goes on. You're like, something the funniest thing that you've ever seen. You're like, he just he just knew he could get something out of him. Yeah, that's it's amazing, isn't it? He doesn't. I don't know how he to be able to just go on with zero plan. I mean, obviously he's got some sort of thing in the back of his mind that a bit of, puts a bit of structure on it all. Yeah, but, an instinct. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some sort of instinct, it was great. And then uh, Dylan Myron was on, man. Um, yeah. Some people saw him on Thursday, said it was just the best thing ever. Classic Dylan, brilliant. And then I heard the room, I don't know if this is true or not, but then it was like he was drinking, having a good time. And uh, people going, that's the first time he's drunk in uh, six years. <laughs> oh. Apparently, I don't know. This is all alleged, but um, he was out every night. Everyone was drinking with him, having a great time. He was doing the gigs. And then everyone was going, man, I think he's, uh, he's, he's off the wagon. This is a, it's a special moment. It's a special, it's a special moment for the comedians and him and everyone else, but for his AA mates, not good. <laughs> you, bumped into, you bumped into Dylan. He was like, uh, your your classmate used to teach me. I oh, know. Like, so All right, fucking old. Everybody at this festival. I'm I'm, I'm your daddy. All right. Yeah. All right, man. Um, All right. Yeah, he does a lot of stretching before a gig. He does like yoga. Yeah. Before getting on stage, he was doing the um, downward dog. I saw him backstage behind the tent. And then all uh, sorts of dogs. Then he had his leg up on a wall, and, and at first you don't know. You're like, oh, who's that? And then you go, it's Dylan. What's he up to? Yeah, yeah. And then he goes out and just stands there and talks. <laughs> he's yeah, stretching yeah, yeah. like he's, he's going to run a 5K. He, stands, he does yoga for, for half an hour and then he stands on stage and doesn't move at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's warming up his mind, you see. It's, it's he, is, he is. In fairness, it, it, makes, it makes a lot of sense, like uh, doing the old stretch. Get the blood going um, so you can be stationary. But the blood, yeah, everything's yeah, moving. Everything's still moving it. on the inside. You know when you swish around a drink and you stop the cup, the, the liquid's still spinning around. That's Dylan Moran. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was on? Um, 
Jason Byrne. I was on with Julie J. Julie J was great because she was on the club a few weeks ago and she's got new stuff since then and that ripped. And then um, uh, Olga Koch. Olga Koch. I was practicing to say that because... Uh, where, where is she from? Russia, but lives in London and sounds a bit American. She talks about it. But uh, right. she's great. And we met years ago in Edinburgh. We did a podcast uh, together with Laura Lex. It was very good. She's class. She just comes out. She's talking about threesomes for ages. Got a lot of inf- information out of the audience that no one thought she was going to get out. And then she just used it to her advantage. It was great. <laughs> nice, nice. Who's been in threesome? You, uh, you, 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 you. <laughs> Australian. Helen Bauer was on. She was oh, on Helen, yeah. She's great. Such a such a sweetie. And uh, she's from half German, half English. Yeah. Which is a fun mix, isn't it? Like, no matter where you go in the world, someone resents you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got a good photo of you two just laughing away backstage. It's on my Insta. Oh, nice. Send that on. It's on my Insta. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's great. So and, uh, yes. Any other gossip demo? Any other one doing yoga? Pre-game? No. No. What else? Like, everyone, it was just, it's, it was like a reunion. I mean, the reason why we're doing a whole episode based on it is because it's been three years. It's like a, a, all these all these heads and faces that come over from America and uh, England yeah, it was and everywhere, the most all over the country. Wholesome I've ever seen Irish comedians be, you know, because typically a, a slightly cynical group of people, comedians, mm. but um, was genuinely the happiest I've seen them. They were all just delighted to to be together again, having a laugh. Yeah, and the festival was great. Pretty much sold out nearly. Yeah, like every show so good. Oh, and there's um, one, there's one group photo of a lot of comics. Maybe half of, not even half of who's there, but a lot of people. Dwayne Dugan, uh, a comedian, and he hosted, uh, he he does the Cherry Comedy Club on Mondays in the Wheelands, and he was hosting a couple of tents. He was, uh, he took a photo of it. Check it out on his on Dwayne Duke D U A N E. Eddie's in there. I'm in there. A handful. Jenny Green, DJ Jenny Green from RTE and a whole like it, it, it could be like the for, for the festival it, it's the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club album photo of the festival so like zoom in on Dwayne Dugan's pick and see who you can recognise Paddy Power's Lonely Hearts Club <laughs> Paddy Power but yeah oh yeah speaking of the the scandal a couple like a couple of times you'd hear Paddy Power is sponsoring a comedy club, but they're a gambling company essentially. And you're like, yeah, but isn't it better they're giving us money than not giving us money? <laughs> Rob from the rich and give to the poor, I always say. Yeah, that's a that's always a question, isn't it? Like, how where does our responsibility lie in regards to sponsors? If they make, you know, some they've made their say, money off losers. Give it no back to losers, comedians. I'm a loser. Give me the losers' money. This we're winning this time. Yeah, but the yeah. other thing is, like previous previous uh, sponsors, Vodafone, Carlsberg. You could say Carlsberg. Alcoholism is that always good? Uh, phone, like mobile phone company. Are they giving us brain tumors? Do you know what I mean? The, the, you could always dig something out of someone. The positive thing is they're given money so comedians can tell some dick jokes. It's all about that, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think any of this needed to be addressed at all. But uh, you brought it up. You br- you threw a spanner in the works. You're like, <laughs> what a festival. What an amazing festival. Yeah. Gambling. Let's talk about the ethics of sponsorship for a moment. But it um, works, though, because uh, comedians, 
all gamble their life away doing this because you you know you make no money for a long time when you're getting good and then if you get good you win you get on stage you get some money you get a few few drinks you're winning in life that's a pretty ropey analogy but (laughs) i'll go with it um i mean power to the patty yeah look they did it they did a great job it was great festival so good that like they they, the festival was run immaculately yeah and they they definitely they put loads of money and spirit into it it was it was a class festival so yeah they had a brass band patty power did a great job yeah it was magic Everything, th- uh, everything thought of, everything catered for, and a lot of extras. You know, the circus performers as you're walking in, the stilt people are walking over your head, the press. Um, that's been yeah, done before. Yeah, they, te- they had a tent for all the circus performers and clowns that were wandering around the festival. So that, like, behind the cracked end to- tent, perfectly behind placed. The cracked end tent, and the comedians weren't allowed into their tent because really? they had like their own specific performers' tent. And in fairness, the comedians had. A different tent to go to with a couch but uh yeah with the couch and stuff but then so the all the circus performers had this one tent for themselves and there was a person guarding the tent and because it was next to the crackdown tent i kept like kind of wandering in and being like what's going on in this tent can i go inside and then the person at the door was like you're not allowed in here you're not you're not a circus and i was like well if i get stills can i go in they were like maybe you have to prove you can walk on them i was like i'll i'll work on it because they had loads of cans oh. they had loads of like uh cans of heineken and guinness and stuff and a big fridge in there i was like oh i want to be in that tent those clowns um, those clowns but i was like how are they giving alcohol to people on stilts anyway and it looks like a fun tent do you know when uh, a cop goes to see if you're drunk and you have to walk in a straight line one foot after another to get into that tent he's like all right you got to ride this unicycle in a straight line if you can go from (laughs) and then you can get in but uh yeah that's what i was saying there was a brass band they had on and they were just playing like modern day hits covers and it was in between shows and it was great everyone was food trucks people standing around drinking like sunny day um these big trombone like waving around playing you know um (laughs) billy eilish and uh, led zeppelin it was great so good nice but anyway we're still on a still on a high from the weekend if you put in hashtag pp comedy festival there'll be a lot of photos from punters comedians all that i'd say um well done to patty power well done to aiken for putting all together man well done to aiken and bram barry for running the whole thing yeah soccer pa brilliant the gang tara Eva Jane, Julie, 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 the stage manager, Keen, he's a stage manager. Yeah, the whole guy. <laughs> Just a shout out episode. Say my name, <laughs> say my name. Now Destiny's Child, come in. We'll, can we? My local cafe daddies. <laughs> where I wrote my jokes. Um, my mum who gave birth to me, so I could write jokes about her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I think it's time that we listen to some of these said comedians. What do you reckon, man? I reckon let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's, because uh, uh, we're slightly hungover and we're in recovery position, we're <laughs> going to play them back to back. Great idea. So we can sit back and just laugh nonstop without us interrupting like radio DJs. So we'll go uh, Brody Snook first from West Australia like me, Edwin Salmon, and then maybe a bit of you and me, Eddie, the in- after that. Yeah, let's do it. And then uh, we'll finish off the show with uh, another great clip from uh, Grace Mulvey. Lovely. Nice one. Let's hit it. Hit it. Thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy. Whoa. I had to go sideways to get through those uh, chairs. So 
My diet is uh, working, um, I guess. I don't know why I'm wearing shorts. I apologize straight away for wearing shorts. I know it's blinding. Um, two almost translucent blue hams hanging off my hips. Because um, it's fucking raining outside. Like, it's this stupid country. Um, it's fucking snowing tomorrow morning, and then I'll get sunburned. Uh, as well. That's how, that's how it works. Um, hello, uh, Americans, and we've Canadians and Irish and two two Londoners. Um, <laughs> English people—they're generally very nice. It's a thing, like uh, almost to the point of being simple. Because at one point I was on a bus. This is true. This is a true conversation I heard on a bus because my headphones had broken, and I was hoping something funny would happen, and it did. English couple in their early forties on a bus on holidays vacation here. I think part of the holiday experience for them was being on a bus for the first time in their lives because their conversation made it seem like they'd never done that before. Like, they're literally sitting there and your man just goes, oh, when they want to get off at the stop, they want to get off, huh? They press the button when the street comes up and then the doors open and they get off and that's where they live, innit? And I'm like, yeah, it's a bus. And then you want, she sees a sign saying roadworks ahead, and she's clearly the brains of the operation. She goes, I think there's roadworks ahead, Charlie. <laughs> and then they're laying Tara down, and she goes, I was right. Like she'd fucking unmasked the murderer or something, you know? And then, like, I'm just watching them go, what the fuck? Like, how did she cunts take over the world? How? Just parachute lads into India. Hello, I'm Nigel from Acquisitions. Would it be all right if we had your country for a short amount of time? <laughs> How long? Just a spell. What's a spell? What are you, a fucking magician? No, I'm in acquisitions this year. Magic is a different department. <laughs> fucking hell, I'm just a muggle. So uh, I was actually stuck in Australia during the pandemic. Australia had one of the harshest lockdowns in the entire world. At one point, we were only allowed out for 20 minutes a day and only to exercise. And it just got me thinking that when exercise is the last remaining freedom in this terrifying new world we live in, I'm still not going to do it. <laughs> I hate exercise, right? And I genuinely think this is because I have dated a fitness freak. Oh, he very accidentally became my boyfriend. <laughs> you know, when you just accidentally get a boyfriend and you're like, oh, not again. <laughs> I've got no idea how it happened. It was very subtle, very sneaky. He just started putting an extra kiss at the end of his messages and then I had to buy his mum a fucking birthday card. <laughs> We had nothing in common, right? He wore those low-cut string vests. Do you know those ones that look like someone's tried to tear your shirt off, but you got away? <laughs> Constantly in the gym, just bench-pressing the weight of his dad's disappointment. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I don't trust people who are obsessed with exercise. It's like, yeah, every day's leg day when you're running from who you really are. <laughs> You too, you and yay? I'm Canadian. Canadian, well done, nice one. Whoa, hey, I didn't expect that. He, he just goes, so, you're from Dublin? Yeah, yeah, such a Dublin thing. Fucking hate Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Under his breath. Who the fuck hates Canada? 
better. I've never heard that in my life. But it makes sense it's in a Dublin accent. I fucking hate Canada. A Dublin person can say, I fucking hate ice cream. And you'd believe it. You're like, who hates ice cream? What's the Canada thing? Is it the, you can smoke weed or whatever you want? Is the do whatever you like sort of attitude? You hate the accent. They're too happy. Oh, yeah, that's the begrudgery. Yes. Yes. Love it. Love it. And there's English people in. I can't wait to see what you're going to say about that. <laughs> He's just geared himself up. I'll start with a candidate. Everyone loves them, yeah. And get to the Brits, eh? Yeah. Oh, two people come on through. Hey! You get the two golden seats. Don't worry. Yeah. You're not going to get picked on tonight. There are English people in. We're going we're gonna to pick on them. <laughs> And one of them's dressed as a lobster, you might be able to tell. Some Irish people in here look like lobsters because of the weather. This guy's actually dressed like one. Okay, stag do, I'm guessing here. And uh, what's your name, bro? Harry. Harry, great. And that you, your face does match the costume. You've been out in the sun. Perfect. Harry, of course it's Harry. We could have guessed Harry. That would have been our first guess, wouldn't it be? Harry, mate. Oh, good on you. And what do you do, Harry? You working, studying? What do you do? Uh, yeah, I work as a teacher. As a teacher? Yeah. Damn it. It's hard to hate this guy as well, isn't it? He probably teaches special ed. <laughs> Try and hate the lobster now. And science teacher. Oh, someone loves science. Oh, I love a science teacher. Ooh, we love a bit of science. Ooh, a bit of chemistry happening there. That's exciting, bro. Are any, uh, you guys going to uh, lob all these drunken photos of Harry up tonight on his Facebook and whatnot and hope that all the other... Share it to the school page. <laughs> Here's Harry doing some more chemi chemistry experiments with a big fucking yard glass. And like <laughs> this is where he mixed mushrooms with whatever the fuck this guy gave him on a tab. So I used to live with this actor. He was a, a stoner. And don't get me wrong, I love, a, I love a little spliff every so often, you know, but this guy was like five a day type conspiracies, Facebook videos. Well, I came home one night and the pitch black darkness of the living room, except for a little red amber glow in the corner. <laughs> Eddie. He was from Belfast as well. <laughs> Eddie, did you wash the dishes? He was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot to wash the dishes again. Sorry, man. He was like, no, someone washed the dishes, Eddie, and it wasn't me. <laughs> and it wasn't you. <laughs> so he washed the dishes. I was like, someone washed the dishes. That's great, man. Who gives a fuck, you know? <laughs> it must have been the CIA. They're very friendly these days. I don't know. He's like, Eddie, this is serious. Someone was in this house and we don't know who they are or what they want. I was like, fuck, man. I don't. They probably want a united Ireland. Let's guess it, you know? The IRA's new tactic. Wash all the dishes in the Republic. If the Protestants love one thing, it's a tidy house, you know? Let's, uh, they'd love to join after that. He was so paranoid. He, this guy is 45 years old and he has two kids and he never fucking sees them because he's just high all the time and I guess, I don't know what happened with his ex, but the only time he was ever concerned about his kids, I remember, his ex-wife called him to tell that they're going to get their MMR vaccine, right? And fuck me, like, he's anti-parenting but he's more anti-vax, do you know what I mean? That's where he draws the line. I remember I was in the living room with him, he was just like, do not let them get that fucking vaccine. I tell you now, I will come down to that school. Where is their school? <laughs> I know I missed their birthdays, but someone washed the dishes. That fucking... Oh, she's gone. I fuck it again. I... So I had to move out of this guy's house. He just fucking blew my mind. It was too much stress being with him all the time. And he's paranoid. 
But I, I go back to him. You know, you ever, those people in your life, you ever meet someone like that? You feel bad for them because they're, they're so lonely. They push everyone away all the time. Like they can't in- embrace people because their paranoia is always there. So now when I go back to Galway where we lived together for a year, I, uh, I always call over to the house and I get my old key out in the evening and I go inside, go to the kitchen and I <laughs> scrub those dishes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just write IRA on the wall. And like, oh. <laughs> United Ireland, come on! <laughs> you know, ever since, right? Ever since I left my last relationship on voluntary redundancy. Um, <laughs> the way dates are going now, it looks like early retirement. But anyway, ever since I left my last relationship, I've realized something. I don't know how to be sexy. I don't. I don't know how to be sexy. Irish people don't know how to be sexy, okay? Have you ever seen an Irish man flirt? I consider it a hate crime. <laughs> it's like watching Bambi walk for the first time. Painful, okay? Now, in all fairness to my ex, he was the one exception to this. My ex was so good at flirting and so in touch with his emotions that I thought he was either gay or French, okay? (laughs) On our second date, on our second date, he turned to me, sober, first red flag. (laughs) 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 Fucking Tinder swindler over here, do you know what I mean? (laughs) But he turns to me and he goes, "Um, I just want to let you know that I really like you and I'd like to see you again. And I was like, you're a rapist. (laughs) This man is a rapist. He's trying to rape me with emotion, okay? And no wonder I react like that, okay? Like, I know it's a generalization, right, that men know nothing about women's bodies, but I own a vagina, and I have no idea what's going on in those caves, okay? (laughs) Actually, who here is under 33? (laughs) Okay, first of all, fuck you, but second of all, okay? Here's a little message from the future, a warning, like the Terminator, right? The hangovers. The hangovers when you turn 33, okay? They get real, right? Every time I drink now, I wake up the next morning and feel like I've been waterboarded with wine, okay? <laughs> I've been wineboarded. Wineboarding, Keith, right, just to let you know, wineboarding is what women do to other women to get information out of them, okay? <laughs> we strap a mate down, we threaten her with a Malbec, and we're like, admit you got Botox, Susan. <laughs> You smooth forehead, a bitch, you know? So I know nothing about my body. Like recently, right? Recently, a friend of mine told me that she had an appointment to get her vulva checked out. I thought she was talking about the car. Like, I was like, you need an oil change? I had no idea. And, and not only, right, do I not know what's happening with my body now, I have no idea what's going to happen, okay? Like, what the hell is menopause? What the hell is menopause? All I know about menopause is that you get hot flashes, okay? Which basically means one minute you're a middle-aged woman doing your food shop in Tesco, the next minute you're so drenched in sweat you look like you're popping pills at Glastonbury, okay? (laughs) You know, and one thing, right? One thing I've learned about menopause recently and it's haunted me ever since. Apparently, during menopause, the vagina drops. The vagina drops. What the hell does that mean? Does it drop out? Am I gonna have to carry it around with me for the rest of my life? Is that why all those elderly women have those wheelie shopping bags with them all the time? They're like, just bring the vagina out for a spin. <laughs> Dusting off the cobwebs. You've got that to look forward to, Harry. Um, hey, Grace Mulvey there. And Ed the Salmon and Brody Snook. Brilliant. Oh, speaking of which, um, Eddie Malarkey here and Brody Snook are doing shows in the Edinburgh Fringe all of August. Yeah. So do 
get tickets separate shows just to clarify we are not a sketch group it is a solo <laughs> show by me uh, an Irish solution to an Irish problem on all months from August 4th till the 28th at Dropkick Murphy's 4pm every day and Brody Snook is on as well and times and dates I do not have to hand but it is going to be great does anyone uh, Brody Snook in the middle of you'll the find it and then I have seen uh, two previews of Eddie's show brilliant hilarious it's just non-stop closes all these closing bits but it goes into a story and a bit of a reveal at the end it's great I, I would highly recommend it and I don't want to recommend it because he's my friend I'm supposed to be bagging him out so but I <laughs> thanks Tam I appreciate it <laughs> I'm um, supposed to say he's a bollocks and leave him alone don't go and near. if you're in Dublin I'm going to I'll probably throw on the show when I get back at the crack den for the crack yes uh, in like in September we'll, I'll book in a date for that soon so keep an eye out for that great and, and then if you're in or around Dublin I'll be holding down the fort hosting every night at the crack then comedy club great lineups already Dave McSavage coming in Simon O'Keefe he was on the TV show like it's, uh, what, plenty more so definitely check out um, if you're in or around the crack den great lineups all month in August and also if you've enjoyed the podcast and do share it with all your friends on social medias or whatsapp groups or whatever chats you have uh, and give it a nice little review it goes yeah. a long way and thanks for all the comments and uh, any any requests on material you want to hear send that through as well great work everybody see you next week my see you loves. next week have a good one